Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you want to set goals in 2024 but don't know where to start? If so, this podcast is for you. We're going to talk about how to set goals, how to identify your dream year, and how to achieve it without feeling overwhelmed and stressed. Welcome back, everyone. It is the 1st of January, 2024, and this is my second attempt at uploading this podcast. So if it is in your ears, yay, we got there. I recorded the ultimate podcast episode. It was 30 minutes long and then the program crashed and I tried to watch all these YouTube videos about recovering your old files, but I just couldn't figure it out. So here we are recording again, but I think it's actually going to be better this time because I know exactly what I am about to say. What inspired me to make this video was I actually put some templates on Instagram about how to reflect on your previous year, how to set goals for the new year. And people loved it. And many people were interested and said, wow, do you do this every year? Is this something that I should be doing? I've never set goals before. And I just want to talk a little bit about why goals are important. Goals help give you direction and help give you control of your life. Now, I know we never really have control, but goals make us feel as though we are directing our life because we are. It's almost like focused attention. It's almost as though you can have these things you want to achieve and then you set the roadmap to achieve it. And when you achieve it, you feel good. Goals give you a sense of direction. They give you a sense of purpose and a sense of accomplishment, which all lead to progress and happiness. I've always been a massive fan of goal setting and I have achieved the goals I've put out and the visions I've achieved have been achieved. I just said that, but I believe it's because I've been consistent with my approach, but my approach hasn't always been perfect. So what I've done is I've gone and listened to a different podcast episodes. I've listened to YouTubes. I've done some research on goal setting and pretty much I've come up with the ultimate summary that I think is going to help you find this process a lot easier and effective. So let's get into it. 
Grab a pen and paper because this is going to be an involved episode. It's not just passively listening. I want you to get involved and I want you to do the activities in this so you can get the most of it. Feel free to pause it along the way. You will need to, to give yourself time to answer the questions. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to reflect on 2023. Oh, Steph, I don't want to reflect on 2023. It was a horrible year. I get it. It was a challenging year for many people. And even though you may not want to go back, it's important to reflect before we go forward. This also helps build our self-awareness and actually think, well, maybe there was a lesson or two in 2023. Maybe there was something I am proud of. But unless you start to cultivate the type of questions that you need, how are you going to know? Right. So the first question I want you to ask yourself is, what were my three accomplishments in 2023? Now, again, there's no right or wrong answer. This is just up to you. And it can literally be, I survived. I paid the bills. I'm alive. It can be whatever you want it to be. So write three things down. Whilst you're writing it down or thinking about it, I'll share mine. So for me, my accomplishments in 2023 were doing the retreats with the Women's Fitness Academy. So for those who don't know, I educate at women's retreats. They're called eduvations, where they're actually teaching women to become personal trainers. And they provide this whole educational retreat where the girls do their prac work and they get to learn from different professionals in the field. And I did two of these. I did it in July and I did it in October and it was amazing. That was something I have put on my vision board in the past or I've put on my goals and it was run retreats one day. So even though your visions and your goals may not come true within the year or they may not happen in the way you expect them to, eventually they will happen. And I'm going to explain the difference between a vision and a goal in a moment. The second thing I was extremely proud of was getting on TV this year. So one of the things I wrote on my vision board this year, or my whiteboard. And let me just tell you, many people's vision boards are so aesthetic and beautiful. They go on Pinterest and put all these aesthetic photos, or they use different imagery and they put that as their lock screen on their phone. I definitely think I'm going to get a bit more involved with that this year. I just wrote it with a black and white marker on my whiteboard. And I wrote, I'm going to be on TV this year. Crazy, crazy. And I was on in different capacities. So This is the other thing. You want to be super specific if you can. I just said, I'll be on TV. And I actually got on Sky News and Daily Mail because of a TikTok I uploaded on another account about a business class hack. And I don't know why that made the news, but I was on the news. It wasn't for my psychology or my knowledge or ADHD or anything like that, but it still manifested. I also got interviewed for a segment on Channel 31, which hasn't been released yet, but I'll let you know on my Instagram when it is. And then I also was on the Face Your Fears show, which is a Snapchat TV show for Channel 4 in the UK. The link is also in my profile if you want to watch it. And the other thing I'm really proud I accomplished this year was just figuring out my health. My health goals this year were to address bloating, fatigue, and adrenal health. And I had seen kinesiologists in the past, I'd seen naturopaths, da da da, but I just wanted my health to be more than eating healthy and getting outside. I wanted to take it 
another level. So I went and got really extensive blood work and I was shocked by the results. I was shocked to know I was low in vitamin A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the vitamins. And it just goes to show that health is so much more than what you eat and how much you move. So that's one thing annoying about the fitness industry is that all you got to do is eat less and move more. Uh, No, certain people have, especially if you've got an eating disorder history, it is very likely that you've got adrenals. It's likely you've got fatigue. It's likely you've got gut issues. So you really want to heal yourself from the inside out with a whole integrative approach once you have healed your relationship with food. So first comes the psychology, then later the biology can come. So that those were three things that I'm really proud of this year. So I want you to think of yours and write them down. Question number two, what are three areas of your life you want to improve in 2024? So this could be anything. This could be around business. It could be around finance. It could be around your health. So if you were to think of three areas that you want to improve, could be a relationship, could be your friendships, it could be your mental health. What would it be? And why? If you want to take that a step further, what would it be and why? So for me, I really want to improve my organization and structure with social media. You're probably thinking, but you are consistent. I am consistent. However, I do it often in a last minute haste, especially with Instagram. I am like, what am I going to post today? Oh, this reel looks good. This is a trending sound. I don't actually dedicate much time to the research, to the ideas, to the creative part. I'm very good at producing content. I'm very good at recording stuff. I'm very good at just, oh, this will be good to film. But in terms of planning and preparing and researching, that's something I want to improve. I was speaking to my friend yesterday who's big on social media. And she was like, yeah, content calendar. I was like, say what? So maybe I'll print a January what's it called? A month calendar out and start to plan and see if I can do it for a month. See if I can do it for a week because there are times where I've been organized with content and it feels really good. I am better with TikTok though. The second area of my life I want to improve is definitely in business and finances. I'm someone who just works, 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 but doesn't really know my numbers. I don't really know the ingoing, the outgoings, that sort of thing. So I really just want to get on top of that. I want to figure out what the numbers are and especially business. I think the area of my business life, not so much want to improve. I'm happy with how that's going, but enhance, just take it to that next level. Last year really taught me the direction I want to take. And so this year I want to focus on improving that vision and actually seeing it all the way through. And then I guess the other area of my life I want to improve is just continuing with my health. I think now that I've got my gut adrenals fatigue, I've, you know, invested so much in supplements, into sleeping more, into exercising less, into delaying caffeine. I feel that I'm in a much better place. You know, eating more was a big one, eating more carbohydrates to get that energy. I feel now I've got energy I am ready to go more into a performative health goal. So following a structured program, I sort of go in and out of following structured programs, but they really work. So what that means is having a program, going in, following the exercises, 
and doing that over time because that's what really helps you build muscle and helps you perform, whether it's strength, that's what I want to do. Now, the next question is number three. I love this question. I really, really love it. In what moments in 2023 did you feel the most alive, happy, free, and energetic? Love it. For me, we all know what that is. It was in Bali. It was in Bali when I was out sober during the day dancing, just moving my body with my feet in the sand. I felt so free. I felt so energetic. I wasn't thinking about anything else. It just felt good to me. Another time was when I was in Noosa and I was running down. Is it called Hell's Angels? No, it's called Hell's Gate. And it's like this really beautiful walk. And I was just running down the hill and I'm like, meh, this feels amazing. If I fall, I fall, but I'm just free. Everybody is free. So what were your moments where you felt the most alive, happy, energetic, and free? And you may be thinking, well, I didn't, you know, were there moments Were there moments you felt joy? Were there moments you felt happiness? And if you can't think of a moment from 2023, and I want you to actually really try think, because the brain is programmed to just go straight to the negative. When did you feel that way? When's the last time you felt this way? Maybe it was 2022, but what were you doing? Where were you? Why did you feel this way? Question number four. Did you choose a word for 2023 and did your year reflect that word? I can't remember if I chose a word, but I think if I did, it would have been energy because I really wanted to have more energy. And I feel like, yes, my year reflected more addressing my energy. And when I started to eat more, do less, that really did sort of facilitate and come to fruition. But on that note, if you were to have a word this year or a theme, I love having a theme for your year or having a word for your year. What would it be? When I went to my New Year's Eve last night, which was amazing, it was so chill. It was my ideal New Year's Eve. We just went to a friend's house. We had kombucha. We played board games and I was in bed by 11, but I did wake up for the fireworks. Living in Gold Coast is awesome because at 11, you're like, happy new year to all your Melbourne friends. But little do they know, it's only 11 o'clock where you are. But we went around the table and we said, okay, what are your 2024 goals? Because one of the girls there said, I was watching your Instagram. I loved how you put this template out, but I want to know, you know, what are your goals? And then we went around the table and it was really cute. And what I loved, she said, my word for the year is going to be intentional. I want to live intentionally. And I thought, wow, I really feel we are all moving into an intentional era. We've all learned life is short and we don't know what's going to happen. So I think the choices you make, making them intentionally and living with intention and awareness is hot and responsible. So to do that, what I really encourage, me and my partner were talking about it the other day was, When you're doing something or when you don't want to do something, ask yourself why you're doing something. Ask yourself, why am I catching up with Sarah? Why aren't I answering the phone when this person calls? What's going on there? Am I doing this with intention? 
Have a think about what your word might be. Maybe it's peace. Maybe it's rest. Maybe it's self-compassion. Maybe it's elevate. I think for me, the word this year for me is going to be elevate. I really want to step out of my comfort zone. I really want to do things that make me stressed in a good way because I think I I almost became anti-stressed. I think growing up when I had a business and when I was studying and all that, it was just so intense and I almost became anti that where I didn't want to do anything hard. Even in the gym, I became anti doing anything that felt hard or was sore in my body. But I think I'm ready to lean back into that good stress by doing something I need to figure out how to do. And I think also because on my own, it's tricky. When I used to work at a company or in a business, you've got a team, you've got different people. But when you're on your own, it's a little bit, no one's there to really push you. So yeah, that's my word. What is your word? Number five. What aspects of your goals, habits, or life do you want to bring from 2023 to 2024? This is a good question. So if you think about the things that did work for you or the things you liked, did you have really good habits around fitness? Did you have really good habits around reading? Did you have really good habits around boundaries? What worked for you in 2023 that you want to bring in 2024? So with me, it's always consistency with social media, my balance with health, supplements, and training. I feel I didn't go too overboard. I didn't go too underboard. I felt really compassionate to myself. The other thing I love is professional development and coaching. I invest a lot, a lot into coaching. And I do this because I want to be the best for the people who choose to work with me or who choose to do my programs or who choose to read my book. And that's something I always want to continue. I love learning. I love education. It's a big passion of mine, but I want to do it in a bit of a different capacity this year. I got, I asked for books for Christmas when my sister wanted to get me something. I said, do you know what books? Because I want to read more. I want to learn more and bring that into my life. And the other thing from 2023, I want to bring it to 2024 is traveling for work and doing a hybrid work travel type of break and having overseas opportunities. That was awesome. So they're mine. What about you? What goals, habits, or parts? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. What of your life do you want to bring from 2023 into 2024? Right. Now that you've answered those questions, I'm going to talk about a vision board. So a vision board is essentially a board you make 
that tells us where we want to go. It's made up of pictures and it's visual. So it's how you want your life to look, whereas the goals are the vehicles that get you there. So think about this. We're going to set time aside. I want you to set half an hour, an hour, whatever you can, 15 minutes to have a yearly vision meeting. We want to be intentional and we want to be strategic. And I want you to think, It's December and you're listening to this podcast one year from now. What do you want to tell me happened in this year? What does it look like for you? What does your environment look like? Do you have a partner? Are you single? Where are you living? Who are you living with? Do you have a really nice mug? Do you have an aesthetic table? I don't know. What does it look like? Now, vision boards work and it's freaky. It basically opens the parameters of your brain. And when your brain sees things that you want or desire, it doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. So your brain has no choice but to attract that to you. But the problem is people focus on what they don't want. Oh, I don't want to break up. I I don't want to attract narcissistic partners. I don't want to work, you know? So if you're someone who focuses on what you don't want, I want you to flip that switch and say, what do I want? If I could put my negative self-beliefs aside, if I could just put my imposter syndrome, talk, whatever, put it aside, what would I really want my year to look like? Now, there's two ways you can do a vision board. You can print pictures and physically put it on a board where you see it often I like to pop it on a whiteboard that's in my office that I can see. And I saw this girl do a Pinterest board, but do a vertical vision board. So Pinterest is an app. It's confusing and I don't know how to use it. But basically you find pictures that you like and you pin it and then it forms a bit of a collage or a board. And then you can screenshot it or you can make your vision board vertical and then screenshot it and save it as your phone background. So your brain is always being subconsciously programmed to taking this data and you don't realize how things are happening for you. I remember, and I'm trying to find a picture of it. I always take pictures of my whiteboards as well. I had a picture of a girl, I think this was 2018 and she was on a laptop and I wrote working from home. This was 2018. I had a picture of a couple and I said, boyfriend by whatever, 2020, whatever it was. All those things have happened. I used to work from home in a clinical manager role And then I built an online business and it's crazy. I met my partner. He was everything I wrote down. Really, really strange. So put pictures up and don't hold back. Don't think, oh, I'm too scared to dream big. Don't worry about it. Dream big. The other thing you can do is just have a huge brain dump of goals. So don't even worry about the year. Just think from now to the day I die, what do I want? What do I want to happen? Do I want to be married? Do I want to have three kids? Do I want to go to Vegas? Do I want to play tennis? Do I want to do bungee jumping? Write a brain dump of all your dreams and wishes and don't hold back. Do you want to go to space? Do you want to be an astronaut? What do you want? Write it down and this is going to be your dream dump. So just go wild and then when you've done the dream dump, come back to do the one-year plan. And now we're going to talk about how to do it. The key is not to overwhelm yourself and not to put too many goals down. This was a big issue I had 
because there's different areas of your life, I thought, I need to put a goal for every area. I need a health goal. I need a relationship goal. I need a finance goal. I need a career goal. I need a health goal. So no, you don't need to set goals for every area of your life. So we're just going to break this down into two parts, professional goals and personal goals. And you're going to have two to three in each category. If you want to break them down into categories, you can. So for example, in your personal goals, you can have a relationship goal or a family goal. You can have a finance goal. Oh, that could be a professional one as well. You can have a mental health goal. Maybe it's by the end of this year, I want to manage my depression. I want depression to not ruin my life. I want to improve my relationship with food. I don't want to be bulimic anymore. I don't want to be binge eating anymore, right? It can be a home or a living space goal. Professional, it can be a goal around getting a promotion, changing your job, etc. And as the, the years go on, you can add, you can take away goals. Don't worry. You can ditch goals that don't align with your vision. Maybe you set this huge, amazing travel goal and then you got pregnant. So if it doesn't work, then that's okay. You can ditch them. Now, once you have done those questions above and you've written your goals down, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to look at your calendar. So you're going to print a yearly calendar or have it on your computer. So January, February, March, all the months. I love this idea. And you're going to basically jot down major life events in the year to see how full it is. So you're going to block out weddings. You've got to block out certain vacations or, you know, work things, things that are important they have to attend because we're obviously not going to put our goals in those same blocks. And this also helps you to see your year from afar without thinking, oh my gosh, we've got that wedding in two weeks and we haven't booked flight because that's expensive and stressful. So do that. Get your calendar out, jot down everything where you can see it often. Then once we've got our goals and our plans, we're going to schedule your goals around the calendar. So for example, if it's a mental health goal, you know, by December, the end of the year, I don't want to be binge eating anymore. Okay. When are you going to start this goal? How am I going to start this goal? Now, this brings us into figuring out the gap, right? So the gap is where you are now and then where the ideal you is. So if at the end of the year, you don't want to be a binge eater anymore, but right now you're binge eating every day, we need to bridge the gap. Now, bridging a gap can be made up of you need the skills. I need to learn the skills to be able to do this, right? It could be money, it could be time, it could be learning something. So what you then need to do is have a focus goal every month. So a focus goal every month, it doesn't mean that every month you have a new focus. It just means that we're going to focus on one thing at a time. So for example, in my food freedom program, which is a 12 week program, we have four pillars we work on essentially. So it's almost like three weeks is spent really going on one pillar and then another one and then another one. We have different focus goals depending on what we're working on. So your January focus might be finding a therapist. If your depression is something you want to work on, it could be finding a health practitioner. It could be journaling every day. 
Your January focus could be writing your goals down. Depends on what it is for you and don't compare your goals to other people's. Everyone is different, right? So it doesn't matter what your goal is. It doesn't matter how big it is. It doesn't matter how small it is. It's what is relevant to you and your season of life and where you are at. I remember setting a goal last year, a personal goal of, I want to improve my personal style. So I got a Pinterest board and I started to put all these images of outfits that I liked and slowly, slowly I got an idea and I taught my brain what clothes to start to to look for and embrace. Now, this is the difference between people who get lost and people who are consistent. I don't want you to see your year as a year. We're going to see our year as 90-day sprints. So what that means is we're going to look at the year as quarters. So we've got quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four, kind of like a football game. So quarter one is January, February, March. Quarter two is the next three months, etc. So we're going to have goals for those quarters. So maybe the first quarter is figuring out which program I'm going to do for my binge eating. Maybe it's going to a therapist regularly for those three months. And then maybe after that, it's okay, next I'm going to do this particular exercise program or go go away, whatever your goal is. Now, remember, keep it small. Keep it two to three goals in each category, One, uh, two to three professional, two to three personal. And you can sprinkle smaller goals in between, sprinkle smaller goals in between. It just depends on your capacity. So for me, my goal is to hit 50,000 downloads of my podcast this year. Now, a mini goal or a focus goal is I need to find a new podcast editor. So that can be my focus in January, right? That's an example. And by the way, while we're here, I just want to say a massive thank you if you're listening to this. This sort of started just as a passion project and it still is. And I've tried my best to be consistent with it. And if you're listening to this with the little ups and downs, I am so grateful that you were here. We reached 26,000 downloads in a year. And that's me kind of just getting it done. I don't have a fancy studio. I'm recording from my bedroom right now. And I'm just really grateful because when I see downloads and when I see people listening to this, I it makes me want to keep going because sometimes I'm like, no one listens to it. What's the point? No one's going to notice if I skip an episode. But when you tag me on Instagram and you say, I really love this episode or this really helped me, that really helps me to keep going. So if you love it, let me know. And thank you. Let's hit 50K downloads at the end of this year. That would be amazing. But then again, that's what motivates me is having this vision of having these downloads. It gives me a number. And I really believe what we measure, we can manage. So if if something is measurable, it's manageable. Right. So remember, be clear on the goal, but be flexible with the process. Create a schedule but leave margins in your goals to come back to other things or to add little goals in or to change. Now, the final thing I'll say is have an accountability buddy. I share a note on my iPhone with my friend or with my partner and we write down our goals for the whole year. Then we write down our focus goals for the month or for the quarter. It's not perfect. There's things we don't achieve. There's things that happen three years later that we then go back and laugh at and say, oh my gosh, remember when I said that? 
Like I wanted all these YouTube subscribers and I wanted to be huge on YouTube. Never did that, but it happened with TikTok. So just remember, whatever you put out there, it may not happen the way you want, but it will happen as long as you work towards it and have those mini steps. But with many things you want to achieve, you may need a coach and you may need support or you may need resources. I use coaches all the time. So if you are wanting to improve your relationship with food, for example, get in touch with me. If your goal is by the end of the year to not have bulimia, to not have binge eating, to have a better relationship with food, maybe you need to find the right coaching. Okay, so the focus in January is find the coach, book the call, start the program. And that is how it happens. Now, summary. What you're going to do is you're going to set time aside to actually design your year and your life. It doesn't have to be long. 30 minutes, an hour, go somewhere inspiring if you can. Go to a cafe, drive down to a park, do this with a friend, do this with a partner and make it relevant to your life. My friend messaged me this morning. She's got three kids and she said, my husband wants us to do a date night once a month. Love it. Love that they're working together and communicating on this together. Secondly, figure out your professional goals, your personal goals, write them down. If you like, you can do a dream dump list and just put everything down. Then what you're going to do is you're going to print a calendar, block out anything you've got coming up, and then you can set some goals because a goal without a deadline is just a dream. A goal without a deadline is just a dream. Now I'm going to develop my goals and I'm going to share them with you because I want them to happen too. So I'll share them right at the end. And then what you're going to do is have a focus every month. It can be the same focus over a few months if you need. And you can also look at the year in quarters instead of looking at the whole year. Oh, and one more final thing that I think is amazing. Before I go to bed every night, and I will do this without fail, even if my partner is asleep, I'll say, hey, babe, what are you grateful for today? And what are you proud of? So every night before you go to bed, ask yourself, what are you grateful for today? What are you proud of? Because this is going to help you realize the little things you're doing to work towards your goals. And these are the things that accumulate for you. As always, if you found this useful, please let me know. Subscribe, like, share. Let me know on Instagram. I'm super grateful when you do let me know and it gives me good feedback. But my goals... (laughs) is I definitely want to be more organized with my social media. I also want to be more organized in my house with clutter. I tend to clutter. I tend to belong things or keep belongings everywhere that I don't need to. So I just want to slowly start to declutter. And that's my personal goals. Also communication. I want to learn more about communication skills, especially with the people I love who are closest to me. There's always room to improve on communication and improve your relationships. And then my business goals, I really want to work on scaling food freedom. It's my amazing program that I absolutely love and food freedom in Bali. Yep. There we go. I said it. I want to run my own type of retreat. Just to say thank you to the women who have done my program. I want to have something to offer, something amazing, because I've done a lot of retreats and I'll probably go into this in a different episode. But if you're keen to know more about this, let me know. It is going to be a type of experience that's going to have food, friendship, connection, health, 
fitness, yoga, breath work, but it's not going to be super intense. It's not going to be like, oh my God, you have to exercise five times a day. It's not going to be all like woo woo and oh my gosh, we have to go scream in a forest and do all this weird stuff. That's not going to be like that. It's going to be a really good balance of the things that are important and the things that matter. So if you love this, if you love this idea, let me know. It's the first time I've said it out loud. And this is the first step is stepping out of your comfort zone. And for many of you, stepping out of your comfort zone is going to be just stating what my goals are. So thank you so much for listening to this. If you stuck with me to the end, you're amazing. Thank you. I love you. And I'm so grateful for all the support. I will see you in the next episode. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.